0: Flatwood Monsters, also known as the Braxton County Monster, Braxy, or the Phantom of Flatwoods in West Virginian folklore, is a creature reported to have been sighted in the town of Flatwoods in Braxton County, West Virginia, on September 12, 1952, after a bright light crossed the night sky. Over 50 years later, investigators suggest the light was a meteor and the creature was a barn owl perched in a tree with shadows making it appear to be a large humanoid. At 7.15 p.m. on September 12th, 1952, two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend, Tommy Heyer, said that they saw a bright object cross the sky and landed on the property of local farmer G. Bailey Fisher. The boys went to the home of Kathleen May, where they told their story. May, accompanied by the three boys, local children Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, and West Virginia National Guardsman Eugene Lemon, went to the Fisher Farm in an effort to locate whatever it was the boys had said they'd seen. The group reached the top of a hill where Nunley said they saw a pulsing red light. Lemon said he aimed a flashlight in that direction and momentarily saw a tall, man-like figure with a round, red face surrounded by a pointed, hood-like shape descriptions varied in an article for fate magazine based on his tape recorded interviews ufo writer gray barker described the figure as approximately 10 feet tall with a round blood red face and a large pointed hood like shape around the face eye like shapes with emitted greenish orange light and a dark black or green body May described the figure as having small claw-like hands, clothing like foals, and a head that resembled the ace of spades. According to the story, when the figure made a hissing sound and glided toward the group, Lemon screamed and dropped his flashlight, causing the group to run away. The group said that they had smelled a pungent mist, and some later said that they were nauseated. The local sheriff and a deputy had been investigating reports of a crashed aircraft in the area. They searched the site of the reported monster but saw, heard, and smelled nothing. According to Barker's account, the next day, A. Lee Stewart Jr. of the Braxton Democrats claimed to have discovered skid marks in the field and an odd gummy deposit, which were subsequently attributed by UFO enthusiast groups as evidence of a saucer landing. According to former news editor Holt Byrne, newspaper stories were carried throughout the country. Radio broadcasts were carried on large networks and hundreds of phone calls were received from all parts of the country. The National Press Services rated the story number 11 for the year. A minister from Brooklyn came to question the May family. A Pittsburgh paper sent a special reporter. UFO and Fortean writers like Ray Barker and Ivan T. Sanderson arrived to investigate. After investigating the case in 2000, Joe Nicol of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry concluded that the bright light in the sky reported by the witnesses on September 12th was most likely a meteor, that the pulsating red light was likely an aircraft navigation or hazard beacon, and that the creature described by the witnesses closely resembled an owl. Nicol suggests that witnesses' perceptions were distorted by their heightened state of anxiety. His conclusions are shared by a number of other investigators, including those of the Air Force. The night of the September 12th sighting, a meteor had been observed across three states, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. According to Nickel, three flashing red aircraft beacons were also visible from the area of the sightings, which could account for the descriptions of a pulsating red light and red tint on the face of the supposed monster. Nickel concluded that the shape, movement and sounds reported by witnesses were also consistent with the silhouette, flight pattern and call of a startled barn owl perched on a tree limb, leading researchers to conclude that foliage beneath the owl may have created the illusion of the lower portions of the creature being described as a pleated green skirt. Researchers also concluded that the witnesses' inability to agree on whether the creature had arms, combined with May's report of it having small claw-like hands, which extended in front of it, also matched the description of a barn owl with its talons gripping a tree branch. According to skeptic Ryan Hout, even though local boy Max Lockard admitted he had driven around the site hoping to see something in his Chevy truck, paranormal investigators concluded that the tracks Oily residue and bits of a rubbery substance must have been left by the creature and not the truck. Howt explains nausea reported by some of the witnesses as a symptom consistent with hysteria and overexertion. Officials in Flatwood erected a welcome sign which designed the town as a home of the green monster. The town also commemorates the legend in its annual Flatwoods Day Festival. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.